Yo, it's hot comedian boy summer. Um, if you're in California, please come to see our shows. We're funny in real life, I promise you. Um, in Los Angeles, Fumi is running a show called Foreigner, a stand-up comedy show. It's at the Virgil in Los Angeles, June 20th at 7 p.m. June 20th at 7 p.m. Tickets available uh, in the episode description. Or Google Foreigner, a stand-up comedy show. Come out, say hi, have a laugh. It'll be great. Okay, we love you. Bye. Yeah, and everyone's like losing their minds and I was and I was like, I didn't ask for this, not during AAPI month. I didn't ask to have my face <laughs> next to porn, you know? And welcome to another episode of the Asian Not Asian podcast, the podcast with all of your favorite Asian friends. Uh, I'm Mike Nguyen. I'm Jenny Arimoto. And we're coming to, uh, to you from The Matrix, which is what Zoom is. Yes. I, I'm calling, I'm coming in to you. I plugged in my mic set up directly into the my brainstem. Mm-hmm. Did you do that, Jenny? Not today. <laughs> I've been really busy. <laughs> Not today. I've been really busy. I had brunch. Yeah. So I didn't have I had time. Brunch. The next I time. couldn't. Oh, you know, Agent Smith, I couldn't jack into the Matrix today. I, no, I had to I have my tiger shrimp frittata. Yeah. I, is that what you had? <laughs> I did. I have a tiger. I had a tiger shrimp frittata. Open face, which like isn't a frittata open face already. I don't know why I described. I was really confused by it, but it was just a normal frittata. It was delicious. That there's there were there's too many adjectives in that. Um. <laughs> In that brunch. Sorry to confuse you, yeah. <laughs> Open face tiger, tiger style brunch. Okay. Uh, yes. No, it's it's awesome. Uh, welcome to the Asian Asian podcast. Uh, we're coming at you from Zoom. Uh, we got a great guest for you today. Uh, before we get started, just a couple of quick announcements up top. Um, if you are in New York, as always, uh, we got Hack City. That's the second Friday of every month. Uh, it's at Union Hall in Brooklyn. Please come out. It's a stand-up show. Me and Jenny are there. Uh, we, we've got all sorts of great people. We've got uh, Irene Tu is going to be there. We got Dylan Adler. We got Jordan Leung, who is, I, I guess he's famous now. Do you know him? No. He was just <laughs> no, some dude, just so some bad. kid. He was just some uh-huh. kid, and now he's out in Hong Kong crushing it. Okay, uh, he took the that. New York skills and and became better than all of us. So mm-hmm. uh, he'll be there. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. And here's the thing: if you're in San Francisco, I will be in San Francisco. I'm going to be doing a show uh, there in San Francisco, June 22nd. Um, the if you go to uh, it's at the it'll be at the setup. So if you go to if you search the setup. Uh, San Francisco. Um, there's I'll be at the Valencia Room, and it'll be me and there's a couple other people. But it's going to be great. Uh, I'm going to be doing you know my my thing. Uh, I would love to meet you guys. June 22nd, I believe it's at seven, but don't don't quote me on that yet. But I will be out there June 22nd. It'll be a lot of fun. Please come check uh, come check that out. Um, and uh, yeah, also if you're on. Uh, if you're if you're interested in supporting this podcast, you got to go to Patreon. That's Patreon.com/slash/AsianNotAsianPod, and um, you know one of the things we do if you become a Patreon member is we give you a backstory, right, Jenny? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're getting pretty good at it. Really and, good. Uh, we we're getting really good at it. We're running out of backstories because there's I will only say- like. We kind of recycle three backstories over and so? over again. Yeah. And I think that's more revealing of who I'm spending time with. They're like How all so? tropes of people in my life. Okay. So they're it's like, like I'm tech. an unemployed, I'm an unemployed yeah, tech person. Unemployed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They that's one. like are, are an artist. They had a life an crisis in their twenties right, or thirties. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's like, oh, it's always the same. And then sometimes I say you're wearing linen pants to kind of like spice it up, you know, <laughs> linen pants. Yeah. Or wow. like you have cool trousers. I feel like they say, I call people yes. having cool trousers a lot. Yeah. I don't, people don't, I think I don't know anymore. what people, yeah. I don't know anything else. So I just keep going well, in circles. I, I, um, well, if you want to get in on one of these three backstories, then you go to <laughs> patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod. Uh, today we're going to be shouting out our newest Patreon member, uh, patron member, mm-hmm. pa- patron, uh, Andrea Wang, which I hope it's not the Andrea Wang I know. Is, is it? That's what I was thinking. That was the first person that kind of popped up in my head. So I'm trying to it, not ex- describe that person in case it's not. If, if it's we the all Andrea know Wang, four Andrea Wangs, don't you think? Uh, yeah. If we, if it is the Andrea Wang, we know 
please yeah. do not give us your money you, yeah. <laughs> you your entire personality you <laughs> yeah. we watched your stand-up because she was on uh, the andrea wang we're thinking of we Go know ahead, yeah yeah i was gonna say don't give us your money you need you don't have to worry about us you <laughs> not you, that we're worried about you but no <laughs> she's i'm worried about in a basement. her <clears throat> her her she did hack city the last time and it was she was super funny but her entire thing her whole personality is i live in a basement yeah okay? i know her whole thing was living in a basement if you if you live below the surface of the planet you cannot <laughs> contribute to the patreon that is that's a hard that's a you know what a soft rule i'm going to try to enforce which is yeah if you are this is when the asian parent Morlock. energy really jumps in when we're like don't spend your money on stupid things like this patreon <laughs> please okay i dated a girl once who lived underground and it was a weird relationship all right okay we kept stealing people from the surface to eat um that, w that was before seamless so uh but andrea you're uh where if you're not the comedian we're gonna say yeah. you know what maybe you got linen pants on uh-huh you know um you work at a you work at a i was gonna say she just bought her first house oh wow she's okay. very successful this andrea lives above ground this is a lot of sunlight ground yeah that's amazing she bought just bought her first house i was gonna say but is realizing that buying a house didn't bring her happiness in the way she thought it would uh -huh. and that's okay mm. yeah so then she took it the next step the thing that really made her happy yeah she rented it out and became a landlord boom <laughs> yeah. now she's happy and now Passive she's income. good she's feeling good yeah now she's really <laughs> good well andrea wang if you are the andrea wang which is a landlord please give us your money if you're the andrea wang who lives yeah. under under the ground please do not give us your money but thank you <laughs> either way if you want to get up on this go to patreon.com slash asian not asian pod it's a lot of fun um yeah i want to bring on our guest i'm super excited i'm a little bit fangirling here uh <laughs> this person is a comedian actor writer um you know i have to say i can tell i i hope this that, that they say never to meet your heroes but this guy kind of my personal hero and i've been watching him on the he we're on zoom and so i can see him and mm -hmm. a lot of times our guests they hey you know they're busy right but during that little banter jenny and i do yeah you know they'll like they'll be on their phone that is so they'll like real take, they'll take a shit yeah <laughs> they'll leave <laughs> they'll leave they're, they're generally off. not looking and they're just kind of yeah. like they're just waiting which is totally fine but this guy he's been listening active listening he's been he's participating been, he hasn't facially. actually don't think he's blinked the entire time <laughs> he's just been looking at us <laughs> And it's great. And I'm very excited to have him on. Uh, please give it up right now for Fahim Anwar. Well, Woo! thank you, man. Thank you. I didn't know the bar was so low to be like a nice human. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like just, to, just to recognize you as people and not props. Yeah. <laughs> like we're, constantly, we're constantly walked all over. Us. Yeah. No, it's, uh, you know, hey, I don't know. You, we, you, you, you're you the LA guy, man. You know, I know everything's a business. I understand I, it. I guess, you know, my goal is always to like, you know, not let that happen, not let the cliche happen, you know, at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's the point of getting all the success if you lose your humanity? <laughs> wow. I didn't know. Yeah. Wow. That I'm was going to do that a lot of Professor nice. X quotes or something. So. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very. What is the uh, point? Charles. If we're, are, we, yeah. are we even better than, are we better er, than, yeah. are we Eric. not better than them? Eric. <laughs> what, are, what are we if we don't address craft services? <laughs> it's just Hollywood <laughs> Professor Xavier. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, well, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we got a yeah, bunch of stuff to me. get through, and uh, you know, we usually start off the show. Um, actually, you know what? I I uh, I, I just want to give you the opportunity very quickly. I think you're great. I want to help you make sure you know our fans know who you are. If you want to just mm -hmm. get, take us take take a take a minute. Yeah. To to talk about who you are, you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta use the whole minute though. That's the only yes. man. Thing. You can't go you under. You're forcing me to be Hollywood. Yeah, go Hollywood. You know, this is this is sort of like um, like if I'm at a party or something. Go. Yes. What, what do you what do you got going what? on? What, you got any irons in the yes. fire? What projects are you working on? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's such a double edged yes. sword because, I mean. I, I like to, I like to downplay everything. I you know just the yes. You know, I talk to you totally. guys. I'm a, I'm a nice dude. Yeah. <laughs> so like when people when people go, uh yeah, what are you up to? What do you what, any projects? I'm just like or I'm I'm like oh, I'm good, and I leave it at that. 
But then if you go the other way where you actually say what you're doing, you kind of seem like a huge asshole. If you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm doing this yeah. and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and blah, 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 blah. And you're like, I just, I just was being nice saying, what are you up to? Right. But this is a legit. This describe is a legit, yourself in a minute. Yes. Please describe yourself in a minute. And you can be yeah. as big an asshole as you want. Um, can we pretend we just got on the elevator like yeah. at Netflix yeah. and the, the yeah. ride is a minute long. You go, I like to cut your jib, young man. What do you do? <laughs> it takes yeah. a minute hey. to get to my penthouse. Hey. <laughs> How did you get into this elevator? This is a special... You know what? You must be somebody. Tell me a little mm-hmm. bit about yourself. Fahim? Fahim? Yes. Uh, wow. This is such a great opportunity. Um, <laughs> yes, I was allowed into the building. I didn't sneak in. But uh, I, I'm a stand-up comedian. <laughs> that is my main thing. I've been doing it for a long time. Maybe 20 years, 21 years. I started when I was 18. And uh, through that, I've gotten other Hollywood opportunities. I've acted in some stuff because of the stand-up. Um, I've gotten some writing jobs because of the stand-up. Uh, but I always feel like I'm visiting Hollywood. So I do those things for a little bit, but then I go back to stand-up. I'm a club rat i've been doing stand-up for a very long time i never really got onto a cw show like arrow or like one tree hill when i was younger and they would send me on auditions which in turn is great for me because i just got really really good at stand-up and i didn't have to rely on being like uh uh like a cw guy um so now i'm like really good at stand-up and then i don't have to do acting stuff that i don't want to do and i'm kind of particular and i'm my, my profile's a little raised as a stand-up but i could really use your help uh being exposed even more because your platform is dying but it's still there's still a value in it if you push it hard enough like a if I get a special, it'd be cool if there was billboards and stuff in New York and LA. Like, I don't want to do a special where it gets buried in the algorithm and stuff. Because then that, you might as well do YouTube at that point, which I've already done. But I want to do it again. It'd be cool to get like a higher exposure. Um, so that's kind of like what I do. Oh, wow. Well, wow. Uh, it's been great talking to you. I yeah. will be get leaving the elevator now. Um, sure, security sure, sure, sure. will meet you at the lobby. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I, I blew it. <laughs> no, that was that Can was, I give you my link great. tree? <laughs> give you, I have a QR code Did, if you don't have time to type it yeah. in. Just, uh, just I saw I have my shirt. QR just code aim your camera on my chest. Yeah, just shoot it. Just aim your, ca- just aim your camera at me really quick, really quick. It'll just pop up. Yeah, that be such like get... a that'd be such a Hollywood. It'd be funny if you're like, it'd be such a Hollywood thing to get a QR code as a tramp stamp or something, or like yes, on your yes. chest yes. like Tupac. Instead right. of Thug Life, it's just aim your phone at this. Yeah, hey, you know, while you're back there, if you got a minute. Just go ahead. Right? Just take, take that's, just, that's just good marketing. Like, yo, just this girl, she had a QR code right above her butt. <laughs> or that'd be good for strippers uh, too, right? That would be good. Oh I my mean, God, you know, yeah. You're that'd like, be oh my God, this chick's so hot. And then you see her butt. Oh my God. Like, oh, QR code oh. on each cheek. Oh, shit, yeah. that reminds me. You know, and Goes actually, you, cash you, if you go to the QR code, it do, it's, it's not even for her. It's like to Subway or something like that. It's like, it's just like a, it's like a coupon. <laughs> She's like, like Andy oh, Kaufman. Shit. Just like, <laughs> yeah. just some weird meta joke for when the guy yeah. goes home and plugs it in. <laughs> um, did you really, did they send you out to some CW stuff? There's this trend I would notice. I think when you are a comic and you, you know, you move to LA or New York, but this is, I think there's more Hollywood stuff in LA. So this is kind of yeah. more of a story for LA. You're doing stand up in your early 20s, but whatever agency you're with, doesn't that just seems like babysitting or going to the YMCA, you know what I mean? Because you're kind of mm-hmm. a runt. So they send you on a, a bunch of auditions and they kind of just hope you you get on a TV show because that's how they make mm-hmm. quick money. They don't right. think you're going to turn into a great stand up. Yeah. Because you know yeah. I mean? right. like I think uh, way fewer cases of that happen than hitting on a show. Yes. Because I think industry wants money now. They don't. Yes. They don't. They're not like thinking not of you like a. Yeah like an index fund or something or yeah. a bond. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a T-bond. Where like, no this agent's guy like, we're going to cash voice? out on this guy in 20 years. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. It's going to be what's up? 3% per year. Mm-hmm. No, they say, hey, we got you this gig for insane clown posse, gathering of the juggalos. <laughs> You're going to do 15 minutes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That's the move. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 we like to start off the show with um, what kind of Asian were you this week? Uh, Jenny, you want to go first? You want me to go first? I can go first. Yeah, Jenny, what kind of Asian were you this week? I was an HBO Girls Asian, and that's not me watching HBO Girls. I just have had a very busy week, and I have felt like I lived a very, like, girl's life, (laughs) Mm -hmm. where I'm, like, out and about living life in New York. So, I've lived in New York for five, I have five plus years, but, you know, half that was, like, pandemic, and so I think it's just coming to the point now where I'm like, oh, I have, like, a life here, a community, and... um, friends and i like know people um and so it's been very good i went to go see uh 
friend of the pod slash an Asian comedian Michael Cruz Kane's one man show, um, which is fantastic. It's very it's about grief. It's very good. It's off Broadway right now. Um, Very good. And then the right after that. Uh, Delia, also a friend of the show, got me into a last minute hosier contest because she did a piece for him in Vanity Fair. And he like mm. DM'd her and was like, do you want to come to the show? So wow. I went to the Bowery Ballroom, which is very girls, and wow. was like in the That's little upstairs... Yeah, it's still around. I and I know. like, okay. Well, that was upstairs. like a subtle slam, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's still around. That's yeah. still, people still listen How to dare. music. <laughs> it's still around. Her, her parade. How dare yeah. you? Yeah. Um, and there were bad. a lot of very, well, it was a very interesting crowd, by the way. I don't know. I don't listen to Ho- Hosier. I don't even know how to say his name. You know, yeah, take me, me to church guy. Yeah. Um, he's very talented. Uh, but the crowd was very interesting. Um, oh, okay. It was, Ooh, yes. yeah. But, Nothing int- like nothing super crazy, but Ed Sheeran was standing right. I was watching Ed Sheeran for most of it. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Most of the show, I was just staring at Ed Sheeran just to see how he's reacting. Whoa! That's fresh off cool. of his, uh, fresh off of his, uh, his um, court his case, win right? In court, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, his court case. Attempted murder, um, right? No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> exonerated. Yeah. Yeah, um, dude. He yeah. <laughs> That thing so, when he stabbed the uh, the jail guard. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. But he's innocent. That's, uh, that's cool. Um, yeah, so it was really fun. I've had a very fun, busy week. I did something else, but I forgot what it was. Oh, I ran a half marathon. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you? I did. I did run. I, I ran the Brooklyn half. You, like, buried the lead. Most people would have <laughs> I know. Right? Would've opened with that. That's yeah. how, that's well, was, that's, I, you're like a humble iron woman. I fully, f- <laughs> I, I fully <laughs> forgot, to be honest. I think she I told forgot Mike, that she ran... Yeah, I, re- I forgot. Yeah, it would have. I would have made it like the like a like a like a cornerstone of my personality for like a month and a half. I did yeah, make I it my, my gear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like drinking gels in the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. I'm still recovering. <laughs> yeah, you know? sorry. Still, I need these electrolytes. Yeah. Jesus. Um. So yeah, I ran a half marathon. That was last week, and then um, I've been like out and about doing things and just feeling very like. I know people. I'm like living life. People just yeah. are getting me into things. That energy. <laughs> it's very cool. So that's, that's great. My, that's that's my amazing. Week. Yeah. Mike, what kind of Asian were you this week? I've been a very jealous Asian. Okay. Uh-oh. So you okay. put out a lot of like, Jen, Jenny like puts out a lot of sketch on uh, on Instagram. Yeah. And um, you've been, you know, Dylan Adler is here in New York. Yes. He's visiting. Friend of the, yeah. friend of the pod. Stand up comedian. You stand up comedian. Well, legendary guy and he is um he he's in town and so you two are oh yeah like that putting, also happened doing, this week. yeah yeah you totally forgot I you forgot. totally forgot you're just <laughs> like you're just living such a blessed life okay <laughs> uh, i'm in the basement here okay i'm working on the yeah. podcast all right yeah. i'm i'm smelting i'm smelting jokes all yeah. right and you're out there hanging out with dylan <laughs> and i'm 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 jealous every time you have like a collab with one of our friends i'm like yeah I want to collab with one of our friends, you know, and I, I haven't even seen Dylan this whole time. Yeah. You guys are ha- out hanging out. My our yeah. other friend, you know, Ben and, and Vic, like they mm-hmm. were like out playing tennis, you know, I'm meanwhile, I'm, I'm losing all of my melanin in the, yeah. in the basement here. And I'm just right. like, I'm, I'm, I'm malnourished. I have an iron deficiency, okay. you know, and I just feel like I'm, uh, I'm jealous. I'm a jealous person. And it, I'm, more, I'm really jealous too. I I have to say that like, it's fun to get together and do uh, like to riff on a sketch. It's like fun yeah. to put the, you know, to like meet totally. up with someone and like, let's, let's do this stupid thing. And then you yeah. have to do all the, you know, I'm going to film you, you're going to film me, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, uh, I think things. that's, I think that's, uh, it's cool as shit. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the only reason I don't ask you, Mike, is because Mike is the father of a, a baby, a one-year-old. And yes. he's just like, is like busy. Like you have a, a, a full-time job. Yeah. You have like a beautiful family that dresses fo- like f- awesome. Like your style is off the charts. Like you're living a blessed life. So I always I'm like, well, Mike's so busy. I he has um, that time. I would give all that up just for one Instagram <laughs> reel, every single thing. <laughs> one Instagram reel with Dylan. Yeah, it wouldn't even. Yeah, just five thousand views. That's all I even ask. I'm not even yeah, like a lot. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Wait, yeah. can I say something about that sketch? Um, which one did you, you did a photo you did a few did you, the, I did a the few. dumpling sketch the dumpling one yeah I, I okay. posted a sketch this week about like how Asian people always leave a bite left and it's really awkward um, yes. and so I made that sketch Dylan posted on Twitter Dylan's like you know mildly Twitter famous um, yeah. 
And then, so I go to Michael Cruz Kane's show about grief. I like, you know, I'm not on my phone. I get out and I have like a bunch of texts, but they're all straight dude comedians. I was like, oh, this is so random that they're all texting me. It turns out that Connor O'Malley, do you know Connor mm-hmm. O'Malley? Um, yeah. Connor O'Malley like screenshotted his like Twitter, like for like recommended videos page. And it's a, a still of that video. And it's like my face. And then right next to it is porn. What? I, I actually saw that because I follow Connor. <laughs> I didn't know because my eyes were distracted to the porn one. By I didn't even porn. see what the next one was. Yeah, so I'm the I'm the Asian girl next to the porn. It's my so face, funny. and I the number and it's so funny because you know the type the person who follows a Connor O'Malley. It's like all dudes and they're all texting me like, oh my god, lol, like no fucking way. Like I just got so many of those texts, bro. Yeah, and everyone's like losing their minds that I was, and I was like, I didn't ask for this, not during AAPI month. I didn't ask to have my face next to porn, you know? <laughs> that's, so that happened that's because how, of that sketch. That's that's a real accomplishment for uh, Asian American, Native Hawaiian, Pacific <laughs> I'm looking it yeah. up right now, the uh, the the thing, for research, for research. Yeah, sure. sure. Should sure. I check this out? V- videos for you. Hmm. It would have been better if the porn was also Asian. That would have been a little nicer. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't. See, that's what no. I'm saying. Not not AAPI month. Not AAPI month. Not now. <laughs> but yeah, that did wow. happen because of this sketch. So I guess, I don't know, maybe okay. that makes you more jealous. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. There you go. Why, why did... It, oh, I see. I see. Okay. Trending videos. Got it. You can yeah. put porn on, on Twitter now? Is that, is that how you roll? I think anything flies on Twitter. I always forget. Is it cool there's, yeah. there's like, yeah, deep Twitter. And I go, oh, shit. This there's no oversight. <laughs> anymore either like if there was any oversight before there's like absolutely no oversight now mm. i think oh my god it's Everyone's almost like fired. the opposite um it's bizarro tiktok because yeah. you'll, you'll say hi how are you doing on tiktok and it's like this violates community guidelines <laughs> totally it's crazy i have yeah. so much stuff that just stays up on instagram but on tiktok they're like yeah you you said uh something slightly you know right offensive. yeah, yeah. So we're taking it down This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I think a lot of Asian people can relate to this. The idea of giving all of your time or a lot of your time thinking about other people's needs and wants. We often put other people first, like our family, our parents, our friends, our coworkers, our bosses. And while it's important to spend time on other people because, hey, we all have to, it's just as important to find time to work and support yourself. That's where therapy can come in. Therapy gives you tools so you can find more balance in your life, so you can spend more time supporting others and yourself. I've used therapy in my life. I use it all the time. I've been to a few different kinds of of therapy um, and that therapy, it gives me tools to help me cope, help me understand my feelings and really set boundaries in my personal and professional life. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so it's flexible and convenient. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can always switch therapists for no extra charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com Asian today to get 10% off your first month. Folks, I've been trying to save more money recently. I think we all have, but particularly with how much I'm spending on streaming services because... Dude, I used to have all of them. Netflix, Disney Plus for my son, Prime, Apple, Paramount. But since I started using ExpressVPN, I've been able to cut back on how much I spend on streaming without having to sacrifice all of the content. You see, streaming services like Netflix actually have thousands more shows than you think, but different shows are available depending on which country you're in. With ExpressVPN, I can change my location and choose from the content of over 90 different countries. So if I want to watch more stuff, I just switch countries on ExpressVPN, boom, easy peasy. It's a no-brainer. So if you want to get way more shows and save money while you're at it, go to expressvpn.com slash Asian. Don't forget to use my link so you can get three extra months free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Asian. Expressvpn.com slash Asian to learn more. Do they pull your shit down all the time? Sometimes. I mean, just really? they're, because uh, it slants so much younger on there. It's almost like a, I don't know, like 13-year-olds and stuff. So... 
their their trigger finger for removing audio or pulling down or saying something violates right. community guidelines because that never happens on Instagram for me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah on yeah, TikTok, yeah. like once a month, this video it'll just be like a regular stand up bit that that is fine in the clubs and it's yeah, not yeah. offensive, but it's too it's too hot for TikTok. Mm. But but you know what? I feel some. We were talking about this, Jenny and I. We were talking about this. Um, just because if you read the comments, if you read, if you go through comments, I feel you get the sense of like the purse, the kind of people who are re watching TikToks and reels and all these things. And sometimes I think people don't know what comedy is. I'm, I'm uh, like it in like a very, 100%. like so, sometimes yeah, I'll, no, I'll, I I'll put something out and they'll be like, why is this guy talking into a microphone? Just rambling. And, <laughs> yeah. and like they had never heard of stand-up comedy before. Well, it's almost a digital version of when, you know, if you've done college gigs, when you go out there, they're not, they're historically not great because they have no frame of reference. There's no culture mm. of going and seeing live comedy shows. When you go to a weekend and do a, a city, you know, it's all yeah. working professionals. They go see stand-up, so they know what it is. But when you do stand-up for 17-year-olds or the improv, <laughs> the Hollywood improv would do this thing called teen tours. So during oh. the summertime, like a lot of rich high schools and stuff, they they bus around the nation. And one of the stops is we're going to go to a real Hollywood comedy club. So it's they're 13 and 14-year-olds at the Hollywood improv. And it's just a show like you've never done. It's almost like you're a clown. Just yeah. well-constructed <laughs> jokes don't work yeah. for 13 yeah, yeah. or 14-year-olds. Right. You have to be no. like, you get, yeah, who, who's like, uh, you guys got pubes? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, yeah, who grew their first pube? And they're like, oh my God. Because it's so exciting <laughs> right. to them. Like they've never yeah. heard someone address. Right. Yeah. So yeah. relatable. This guy's yeah. finally talking about things that matter. Is she into you? <laughs> Have you guys made out? Or like, yeah, who's the cool kid? Who's the cool girl? <laughs> <laughs> then it's like oh doing post magic for 13 or 14 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> totally. He looks like my dad, but he's talking cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. I just feel like people don't know. I, I think this is what I'm learning because I'm in such a specific corner of the world is that when you when like people see stuff <laughs> that they don't understand and they take the time out of their life to like flag you or like comment. I'm like, oh, this yeah, is yeah, so yeah. wild. Like, go live your life. Go eat a hot dog or whatever. Like, I just don't understand why you're doing this. Digital snitches. Yeah, yeah, I like, and my stuff is really not offensive, and I've been flagged multiple times. I am doing the softest of comedy, and I'm always like, I can't believe I'm getting flagged. Yeah, no. Because I pretended to be a white woman. That was what oh. I got flagged for. Oh, yeah. Because I made fun you. of like Gwyneth How Paltrow. I was like, Okay, she's our queen. Yeah, <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> you know, you yeah, could, you could tell how young t uh, TikTok slants because on the comments sometimes because I posted this uh a stand-up clip from my first special about like bees at a picnic or whatever and then one of the comments somebody wrote this is obvious it must be a kid i hope it's a kid because he goes one time i got stung by a bee <laughs> that, was, that was the comment relatable <laughs> yeah like this was bursting out of this person like i yeah, should comment yeah. this one time i got stung by a bee yeah <laughs> let me put this like into a, the universe <laughs> right that was like a like a seven-year-old who got right. got a hold of tiktok somehow it would be um, funny if it was a 40 year old like okay. right yeah. yeah one yeah i think one I, think, I, think, I think that's entirely <laughs> possible um fahim what kind of uh, uh asian were you this week you know i'm gonna piggyback uh off of the girls but i'm gonna be a, i'm gonna be a an entourage asian oh, <laughs> oh yeah whoa. that's that's very scary <laughs> well we got flagged we just got flagged no yeah we got just flagged now. it was yeah too nebulous i have to specify i had a very hollywood kind of week you know really? okay. in the same same vein so yeah. i mean i went to a screening of the flash at caa my buddies rep there and they had a screening so wow I went to that Supergirl. The girl who plays Supergirl was like, hey, guys, thanks for watching the movie. I'm going to watch it with you guys. Chris Pine <laughs> was like a row or two above me. Oh, oh my God. God. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. That was a very Hollywood thing. And yeah. then the next day, I went to the Machine premiere, Burt Kreischer's movie. Oh, shit. Yeah. S so then that How was cool. How was that, cool. by the way? That was cool. It was good, man. Honestly, I, yeah. It was very exciting I he to was watch. There. Was he there? He yeah, was he was there. He was there. Fuck. Um. I think it's a great moment for stand-ups in movies because there's been a departure from, I think, plugging us into sitcoms yeah. and movies. Yeah. And I think the success yeah. of this, we'll see how it does this weekend. But I honestly think it's really good. And 
Uh, if it does really well, then I think it opens the door for stand-up comedians, comedians with podcasts, because the podcast world is kind of an MCU of comedy. <laughs> You're right. How, you have Rogan, so? you have Tom Segura, okay. you have Bert, you have Arish Fear, you have Norman, you have Shane, you have like, uh, just you have Bobby, you have Santino. It kind of goes down this tree of like, oh, mm. they're all in the world. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they're yeah. all stand-ups. They're, they're all friends. I know them from this podcast. Then this podcast gets recommended. Yes, 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 yes. And I think There's comedy has trickled down to the podcast yeah. space. Yeah. Oh. So, so then, and then uh, after that, so yesterday I went to Jason Nash's 50th birthday party and that was just like a bunch of influencers. Oh I felt so old. <laughs> <laughs> what was yeah. the, what was, uh, what was like the, what was the vibe in the influencer yeah. party? Uh... I mean, kind of what you think it is. They're all like, um, just like younger, cool people at this mm. Hollywood nightclub. Um, a lot of phones out, you know, got yeah. yeah. the content. Yep. Got to have the phone. The yep. Yep. But it was, yeah, it was cool. Said hi to Jason. I know him just through, cause he, he did stand up before he kind of like pivoted into more social media stuff. Sure. 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 But it was sure. a quintessential kind of young Hollywood type thing. It's, I did the whole, old the, Hollywood thing and now I did the new Hollywood thing. I see. Yeah. What do you talk about in those parties? Like, do you even have conversations? Well, yeah. I, you know, I'm already kind of a wallflower to begin with. Uh-huh. So I kind of have an anchor that I just, if you're my friend, I'm going to attach, I'm going to float. I'm yeah. Gonna, like, hang out yep. with you. Yeah. So I did that. I think we met some other people who are kind of more around our age too. Just like, yeah, what do you do? Yeah. And then just kind of lay in the cut. It's kind of nice to go to one of those things and not be at a point in your life where you're like angling to network yes. or yeah i need i'm not i'm not trying to use that place i'm right. observing it's like a zoo to me right yeah so it's i was just to... sitting on a couch yeah there you go and like, this girl's near... like i like your energy and i'm like okay <laughs> did you say that did you, somebody really said that <laughs> she, she did like the dude line because i have a joke about in la you have to <laughs> yes you have to, yes you can't um you can't walk up to a girl at trader joe's and be like i think you're beautiful i'd love to take you mm -hmm. on a date sometime like it's too creepy once she knows that you're sexually attracted to her yeah. you have to couch it in this like mysticism you have to be like so i love your energy just something about <laughs> i just love your vibe your vibe and yeah. then girls some a lot of la girls will buy that like oh my god it's not about my looks or he doesn't want to have sex with me i just give off this <laughs> awesome aura Listen, I may have beautiful, ageless Asian skin, but when you get to be my age, you do worry about some things. You worry about things like thinning hair. And if you're worried about thinning hair, I want to tell you there's help. There's Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage for men and for women. Nutrafol's hair growth supplements use physician-formulated, natural, medical-grade ingredients. Their drug-free, patented technology provides consistent, reliable results. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code ASIAN. Find out why over 3,500 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. That's Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code ASIAN. That's Nutrafol.com promo code ASIAN. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's very Venice Beach. Like, yeah, I just love your vibe and your your energy is exuding the stuff. We should get coffee <laughs> yeah. sometime. The way you and say she, it, she it did makes... it on me. I'm yeah. like, I know, I know that I invented. I love your energy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way you talk about it, it makes it, it. It it reminds me. I feel like LA, uh, an LA woman like that. That's like the same thing that a Dragon Ball Z character is trying to do. You know, they're all <laughs> we're all just trying to give off this a powerful aura. You know, in Dragon Ball Z, they do like mm. the, the energy monitor. They're like, oh my God, he's level 3000. You know, that's yeah. like the same thing. I feel like you meet someone at Trader Joe's and they're like, that girl's level 3000 energy. Wow. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just sort of like nerfing sexual attraction because mm. I, it's too it's too heightened these days and there's too much baggage associated with it. And people kind of have a knee jerk reaction to you're beautiful, you're gorgeous. But if yes. energy is like, oh, energy. that's like sexy adjacent. Did you, uh, did it work on you? Did you, yeah, did, did you, it work? Uh, did, yeah. Uh, what did you do? Did you go, it's, oh full, look, it's flattering. Sure. Come yeah. On. Okay. Have good <laughs> energy. Go. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, you have, yeah. You're like, 
It's just so funny. I feel you'd be like sitting on a couch. Like what energy is this? This is like the worst energy. I'm at a nightclub sitting on a couch. Yeah. And she's like, I like your energy. Yeah. Yeah. House plants energy. I think that's cool. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. You did Uh, that. Yeah. Yeah, it was flattering, but I mean, I don't. It was kind of again one of those things where it's fun to spar. Yes, you know, sure. But I, yeah. I wasn't um, trying to convert it into anything. Okay, fair enough. Well, it's nice to be very... wanted, you know. Like, oh, it okay, is. cool. It is especially uh, when you're that, not that's... trying as a dude. That never happens. Yeah, I feel like I feel that is the energy that people like as a dude. If, if you're not trying, if you're sitting there. Yeah, yeah, maybe the, the cut, energy so that works for a guy is like sitting quietly in a corner. You oh, know, yeah. that is like good energy. It's like <laughs> safe. That is a good energy. <laughs> it's like safe, you know, like Eating you're not chips. trying anything. Yeah, you're you, know, ch- you look kind of like maybe bored. <laughs> maybe. I, I always had this like fantasy of being a bartender at a nightclub because mm-hmm. I feel like yes, uh, you're going to get the most chicks because you're the only thing not on the market that night. Every guy's on the prowl. Everybody right. wants yeah. something from you. You're just like, what do you want? Right. And you're, you're going to do way home. better than any guy at this nightclub just because you're not playing that game. You're just like, you're kind of bothering me. I got all these people here. W- what drinks do you want? And I right. think it's sexy yeah. for girls to know, oh, this guy, I this guy's not even trying or... You want the thing that's not on the market. Yeah. And you're making money while you're getting hit on as a dude. Like, it just seems like all upside. I'm quitting comedy. <laughs> never, I'm going to be a bartender. Uh, yeah, okay. right? have, you ever, have you ever been a bartender? I was going to ask you. That's because that, I, I, I could see it being uh, uh, sexy like that. Or you're just, uh, it's just a horrible, sad existence. One of the two. Well, I think it depends what kind of place you're bartending. If it's like a sad okay. alcoholic bar, probably <laughs> less sexy walk up. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, alcoholics named Dolores talking to you. Yeah, I think that's going to be a lot. Yeah, sadder. then that's more fulfilling my therapist dreams rather than <laughs> my Casanova dreams. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it does sound like um, you had a very Hollywood time, and uh, I'm I'm excited to to talk to you because uh, listen, I do stand up, and I've, I haven't been doing it as long as you, and I watch a lot of stand up now. I don't know if you do like this. Some. I love watching stand-up live. I actually mm. don't enjoy... I don't really enjoy watching a lot of stand-up, um, you know, either whatever, streaming or whatever, mm. a clip of it. It's not it's not always true, but it's just like, I feel like it's got to be a live thing. But your your special that you put out, was it last year? Yeah, uh, like eight months this ago. Year? I think Yeah, May. eight months ago. Yeah. Uh, watched the whole thing and it was just so fun. Um, and it was just... It was like very unusual... I felt for me to sit down and watch an entire special. It was just really nice. Oh, that's it was cool, just like, dude. Thanks, man. I, I thought it was really cool, man. Um, and well, one thing I've, a comic because we watch so much stand up to like yeah. sit through an entire special. It's a uh, do you, do you we, know we what watch I'm talking so about? Much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, because I don't, I don't, I don't, and and now the art form is kind of like moved uh, onto your phone, which yes. is also like an yes. even weirder experience, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, one thing I noticed too is that. Uh, and and it was, it's very subtle. It, somebody pointed it out to me, and and once they did, I realized like this is really something amazing. Uh, your act outs are amazing. I don't know if people tell you. I think act outs, and I, I was trying to tell for people who don't know, an act out is anything physical that you do that sell that really sends the joke, right? Mm-hmm. So for a lot of people, you know, if you're not sure what an act out is, it could be anything from playing a character that you're talking about to just like a funny face a person makes, you know, that's the act out. Uh, and you have like amazing act outs. And I feel sometimes uh, act outs are like not a thing. Not, I don't know. They're, they're not emphasized as much as I as, as now in the landscape uh, as they used to be. I don't know if you ever feel, felt, feel like that or if people yeah. ever say like your act outs are really good because they're really good. They're just like so... There's just like little things. It's not like you're doing anything crazy, but you're just like, you just got a little like, whatever. You have a joke about being, um, about like, uh, you know, on a wall, uh, if there's angel wings on it, women love taking pictures in front of the angel wings. And yeah. you're like, you're like, what if that was for a guy? And you're like, it's gotta be Wolverine claws. And you're like standing there and you like <laughs> yeah. do a pose, like a Wolverine pose. <laughs> yeah. And it was amazing. <laughs> it was like, that's like, I know exactly what you're talking about. So I don't know if you had any thoughts on that. Thanks, man. I mean, yeah, I I appreciate that observation. I, I have heard that from some other comics, like uh, people zeroing on the on the act outs. Mm-hmm. And 
I think it's, I just always been that way. Obviously I've grown as a comic just with writing and all that. But even when I first started, act outs were always a part of uh, my comedy subconsciously. Like I'll be, if I write a joke or I'm doing a thing, like a character, I could slip into the character. It just, um, it felt natural to do the act out. And I'm a, I'm a fan of them. I, I think we get so writerly sometimes. And I think, um, okay, this has got to be the sharpest joke, but there's so much communication and conveying you can do with a look or yes. there's, so, there's so much nonverbal comedy that can be happening and not in a contrived way, but just knowing the meat and potatoes is the joke and the premise and the punchline, but act outs can be great seasoning to, to mm -hmm. elevate the bit even more. Cause sometimes I'm writing a joke and I'm like, okay, this is pretty funny. And then I just naturally would want to slip into the interaction or, or do a look or I like the act out to be organic. Um, mm -hmm, sometimes yeah. there's younger comics, you like mentor them. Some you see them on stage and, uh, sometimes the act out, you can tell they just want to do the act out. I always, I have a quote. I yeah. say, you, you should, you need to earn the act out. Yes, so yes. if you've done all the, if the joke, the foundation is worthy enough, then the act out makes sense. But sometimes mm -hmm. you can see an act out where you're like, oh, this person just wanted to pretend like they were hang gliding. And they kind of form, <laughs> yes. they form the joke around that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. They, they try to reverse and engineer a joke around right. an act out or something. Yeah. But yeah, I think there's real, there's real power in um, just... Uh, you know, the physicality and words and all that. And I think sometimes I wonder if, if I started in New York rather than Seattle and LA, because there's mm. so much, the stages are bigger in Seattle and LA. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. naturally I just had all this yeah. room to play with and I wasn't confined or constricted. That's so true. But yeah. a lot of stages in New York, you know, I, I visit there and I do stand up sometimes. It's almost like a milk crate. It's so low yeah, ceilings. It's tiny. The yeah. stage is like that. Yeah, yeah. So I, sometimes like I wonder, box. yeah, would I be a completely different comic if I started in New York? Because you are kind of constrained spatially. And mm -hmm. also there's a culture of just razor sharp jokes and like stand and deliver. And yeah. a lot of people yeah. don't even take the mic out of the stand, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's Nothing a waste wrong of time, with it, But it's like a no. different style. Mm -hmm. It's like East Coast, West Coast rap. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, Whereas it's, Biggie it's, uh, did a lot of act outs, you know? <laughs> Biggie loved act outs. Like it's a one yeah. for you know, one analogy. You know, Tupac, Tupac never, Tupac was so tight with all his rhymes. He was so tight. He was too tight. No. Um, yeah, I, 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 I love that. And I don't want to suggest that your writing isn't bad, isn't good. You know? You know, <laughs> you know no, 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 not at all. I didn't take it that way at all. But you know what's kind of yeah. cool is um, you, you become friends. The internet has really opened up the comedy community and podcasts as well. I think yeah. there used to be more of a division between LA and New York. And yeah. now with social media, everyone is kind of aware of everyone and it's almost like summer camp. And now Texas, you know, Austin is sort of a midpoint. So it yeah. has a comedy festival feel halfway between yeah. the country. So coming up, I just, I would hear, um, like I'm friends with Mark Norman and Sam Morell and Joe List. And I, yeah, they yeah. Almost, I'm almost like, um, uh, like a duckling who's raised by dogs or something. Cause like they... <laughs> <laughs> they kind of see me as a New York comic, you know? Oh, interesting. And I, I, oh, okay. really, I love that. I think that's really cool. Because uh -huh. I think there was this, this girl was telling me, Amy Hawthorne, she was booking, um, you know, Amy, do you know? She was I don't booking know. New York Comedy Club, mm -mm. I think. Okay. But I know her from the comedy oh, store. Right. Yes. She used to be yeah. there um, like for a couple of years before she, before she moved to New York. But she told me, she's like, oh, I was talking to Norman and someone else about like LA comics. And they were kind of doing generalizations and stuff. And then she goes, well, what about Fahim? And then Norman goes, oh, well, well he doesn't count. That doesn't count. Wow. <laughs> that was kind of cool. Oh. That's cool, man. I f yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's always a nice, like, a uh, little, like, I don't know, cosine. You know, the, the East Coast gang is going to be like, no, he's cool. He's a good guy. Especially you know? for writing, you know, because I love, yeah. I love um, jokes. I, at the end of the day, I love jokes um, and yeah. writing first. And yeah. Yeah. Well, you did, uh, you, you have, uh, you know, you do also sketch writing too as well. And I feel that's unusual, uh, I don't know, in the sense that like, uh, especially in the New York scene, there's like sketch writers and there's like yeah. stand-ups and then there's like improv people, you know, and like never, never shall the two, never shall they meet or something. The fact that Jenny <laughs> and I are like on the same podcast is yeah, like I'm, causing I'm not a, a stand-up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. She's not a stand-up. You know what I'm saying? So it's, this is very Romeo, like Juliet Romeo and Juliet situation. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah exactly. So <laughs> it's gonna get it's, violent um, later. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. So it's it's a it's like a different mentality. You know, like we have yeah. different kinds of mental illness. You know, so it's like a separate <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. different flavors. Yeah. Different yeah. Ways how go. can I mon? What's the best way to monetize my mental illness? Yeah. Yeah. How can I, how exactly. can I get rewarded? Yeah. How can? And yeah. mine it's is either, more situational and uh, kind of like yeah. dialogue between multiple characters. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Right. Just all the personalities in your head. You're like exactly. See them yeah. on, sta- on stage <laughs> with, yeah. with multiple but you people. Have, like, you have both. And, and you know, you said you're a stand-up first, but like, you know, do you, yeah, how do you, do you ever like feel like how, how do those art forms sort of play off each other? Obviously yeah. they're interrelated, but you know. Yeah, I think, um, I guess I'm, I'm fortunate that uh, I grew up on sketch. I almost was aware of sketch before stand-up, you know, I grew up on SNL and, and like yeah. uh, Simpsons and late night Conan, you know, after Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. So, oh hell yeah! So yeah, that was that was my comedy foundation before I found stand up later in life. I think I was seventeen or eighteen when I you know became aware of stand up. So I just get ideas throughout the day, and and some when I get the idea, I kind of quickly determine what the best home for this idea is. I go, is this a stand up yeah. bit? Or mm-hmm. go, no, it's too wordy. I need characters to convey it. This is more of a sketch. Uh-huh. So then I'll put it in a sketch box. So it's kind of like just servicing the idea. And yeah. I think mm-hmm. I am fortunate mm-hmm. that I do have the um, skill set to to port it over to sketch. You know, I love sketch, but to do well-produced sketch, it's so hard to do. They don't do sketch shows like they used yeah. to. Um, yeah. You know, I think you should leave is great. I, I think know. it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's a great show. Um, but I just wish that they opened up the doors a little more for that art form. But the yeah. internet exists, so you could do really quick and dirty, just playing both characters. People kind of like that. Um, yeah. My yeah. take is right now stand up is very in vogue like I mean like specials and things like that and where it's kind of like sketch is not cool right now <laughs> like cuz yeah. you can see it on TikTok or whatever um and so there's no like the Portlandias the Key and Peels the um Amy Schumer inside Amy Schumer you know like there's just it's not a lot of places to do it other than I think you should leave I feel yeah. um and so I feel like there'll be an upturn at some point. Um, but I do think it's interesting that you do both. I talk all the time about the SNL writer makeup. Now I'm getting really into it. So I feel no, bad for get, the listeners. Get into it. But the, a, a lot of the people who are hired at SNL, a lot of them are stand-up comedians. And I think in part, that's because the, the head writers are stand-up comedians. And I always think, I do think they're two separate skill sets. I'm like, I don't think writing something that's a sketch that's five minutes long on stage is the same thing as doing you know, a 15 minute stand-up set. Anyways, I have thoughts yeah. on it. And I think it's two different skill sets that are both like, you have to work on both. And I just think it's interesting that right now it's the stand-up world that we're in. I, well, the pendu- I think the pendulum keeps on shifting because for yeah. a while it was all um, like Second City, Groundling, yes, UCB yes. hires at SNL. Right. And, and I think and now we're going the other way. Back yeah. to stand-up because I yeah. got into stand-up because I loved SNL and I was like, how do people get on the show? And I, I researched, they came from Second City, they came from Groundlings, or mm-hmm. they were stand-up comedians like Sandler, Spade, Norm, yeah. um, Dennis Miller. Um, so there, then I looked up both routes and I go, oh, stand-up you could do on your own. You don't have to pay money. So that's why I, I chose oh, to do stand-up. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then when point. I was younger, it, the pendulum shifted to sketch performers. Right. You know, it was, improv it really performers. Was, yeah. The yeah, Tina Fey is, era. <laughs> That's stand up is uh, if you want to do comedy, it's the homeschooling of comedy because you can just be at home and just, I mean you can just do it on your own. You know, yeah, you need yeah, to have totally. Like a you team you people. get what you give. It's wholly yeah. dependent on how much you put into it. There's no, mm-hmm. I mean, there is some politics and such, but like you don't need other people to do it. Uh, it's like golf, you know, it's just you and the art form, kind of. Yeah. If, yeah. if you if you want to show up to the club and you could do it. Well, somebody I, who's like I a uh, you, you know East Coast West Coast. Um, I'm, I'm, I've, I've, I've batted this around the other day. Uh, I was on, I was on this podcast and, um, you know, they, they took a picture for the gram and they put it out there and they're like, Oh, we got, we're trying to talk Mike out of moving to California. And people took it as I'm moving to California, which I am not, mm-hmm. but I can't say that I haven't been thinking about it. Uh, a large part because I have a, uh, tiny, uh, version of me that is (laughs) running around (laughs) destroying things and uh i you know might be nice to have the space but also at the same time i'm like hey you know maybe do i need to do this for my career as uh so i can have have a bad career in new york maybe i can have a bad career in la you know i don't know what it is so but i don't know if you have any as somebody who kind of uh seen both both 
seen both East Coast and West Coast, and mm-hmm. and and you've been in this game for a minute. I don't know if you have a thing where you're like, if you are at if if you're at X, maybe you should think about moving somewhere else. You know? Yeah, you know. <sighs> locations being dependent on your career are i think withering away even even the mystique of new york because i used i used to have this fantasy this fantasy of like moving to new york and Mm. then it's it's almost like an it's like an uh, an unlocked racetrack in gran turismo or something right (laughs) it's like okay i've done i've done la i'm at the highest level you're you're now you're at the next thing is like a different looking la yeah like that would be great for my career no one knows your trajectory you can come into town you're a seasoned comic you're not you're not a runt trying to get seen right but but then instagram happened tiktok happened yeah. the clipification of comedy it really doesn't matter where you are anymore mm. um unless you're not getting a lot of stage time if you're not getting a lot of stage time then I think go to a place where you get stage time that's why I yeah. think yeah. Austin makes a lot of sense for younger comics uh, yeah. because there's such a bottleneck and i think in la more so than new york at least new yeah. york sure. has the stages to support um yeah. you know that kind of base of comedians who want who want to go up but yeah and, and there's just less separation i think you get discovered a little easier if you're good and put the work in in austin than maybe la or yeah. um new york so some of the door guys from the store moving there it makes total sense but a guy like me, you know, who's like so deep in it and I, I get up at the store and all the major clubs anyway, it doesn't like me moving to New York doesn't it's like a lateral move at this point. Yeah. Unless I want to do it yeah. for fun, yeah. just for the experience. But career wise, if you <laughs> the Internet is the only place that counts and you can do mm. that anywhere. Yeah, mm. it's true. Things have really okay. shifted. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can be anywhere. Think about it. Like the pandemic also opened opened everything up. Um, we're becoming less physical location dependent, and yeah. the only no. place that matters is the internet. Yeah. Wow. Remote work. Remote work That's for comedians. Can, can you do your art? Like, go to a place where you're allowed to do your art. You get enough at bats and on stage to keep on crafting, and you, um, and then put your you shit know, online. You know where uh, I think this might be the move because my friend did this, Iceland. You guys, <laughs> you guys ever think about I, my friend moved to Iceland to his, do his, comedy? his wife is Icelandish the whole okay. Icelandish. She's like, he's, he's, he's a New York comic he moved, uh-huh. out, moved over to Iceland because she had to finish her degree and uh, he had his skills as a New York comic there was like one I think there's one club in Reykjavik <laughs> <laughs> and he dominated that club okay, okay? yeah absolutely was, it's like it's like if you imported an Africanized honeybee and yeah. pa- brought that Africanized <laughs> honeybee into a beautiful pristine <laughs> ecosystem yeah that thing is just there to just destroy so he goes there he takes over this Icelandic club and Yo, he was doing I, just, I think really I good just, I just imagine there's like Icelandic comedians who are so mad at this guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, this Taking the stage time. Yeah. <laughs> this, this guy can't believe it. I can't I do an Icelandic guy. guy. Then this I mother, was he's me. not even Icelandic. He's not. Where, where what is, is where this shit his, he's talking about? I'm doing deep where, cuts. Where are his bits about the Aurora Borealis? Where are they? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. How can you connect if you do not talk about how cold it is? Yeah. <laughs> Crushing it. He's, not, he's just a circus act. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm moving to Iceland. Thank you very much for that. Um, nice. That might I, be too much. Uh, okay. Taken to heart. You could be anywhere. I don't know if that yeah. counts. That's maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, but um, I uh, wanted to kind of uh, start closing out this this podcast with uh, a little debate. Um, you know, it's it's uh, uh, it's uh, Asian American. Native Hawaiian Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's uh, it's May twenty seventh. We're recording this, so this will come out after that, and right. people go back to not caring about Asians. But uh, <laughs> I wanted to have this uh, this little conversation. Um, uh, somebody sent me this the screenshot here. It's, it's Minjin Lee, the author. She's she's great. She's been on the podcast before, and she has this thing. I think from the screenshot, it looks like this is on. Twitter. Twitter. I don't know. I'm not on Twitter very much, but uh, it's it says it's May. Here's my wish. 
This is this is Minjinly tweeting. It's May. Here here's my wish. I wish with all my heart that Asians and Asian Americans would stop dunking on their moms and dads. Non-Asians only imitate what we say, thinking that we've given them to the them permission to make these absurd and harmful generalizations. Uh, your mom or dad is yours. And then she continues on, everyone's experience of parenting or being parented is wildly distinct. Whenever I hear a Korean person saying Korean dads are blank, uh, I find myself asking nicely, uh, how many Korean dads do you know? Please allow individuality and humanity for us. Thank you and peace. Um, very thoughtful. Very, yeah. uh, I, I see what she's saying. As comedians, it is our job to dumbify this and to um, see... I think the debate here is, should we go easy? Do do Asian parents deserve a break? And here's, here's my take on this. Like, Okay, yes, there you go. Without she's, even, she, yes, she's almost expecting an A24 nuanced take on, on Asian parents while on stage. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, great yeah. for your FX show or award-winning. Take yeah. the nuance, but like for comedy to be accessible and like obviously stand-up is hyperbole. It's mm-hmm. done in a loving way. It's not like my fucking Afghan dad. It's it's <laughs> right. I love my dad. I love so yeah. whenever I do it, you could tell that there is there is this um undercurrent of love. Um mm-hmm. mm. and, and but the way you're gonna relate to everybody is the funny things that uh, another Asian person in the crowd will be like, Yes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yes, that's mm-hmm. right, that's right. Absolutely. And it's not like my dad is so great, he would buy me any school supply I needed, no matter what the price. <laughs> yeah. He bought right. me right. a bike. Like uh, people crying. Yeah. yeah. Now I hear that. I hear that. Jane, what do you think? I mean, it's interesting. I I'm not I'm not doing stand up, so I'm not talking about it in that in that way. But um I feel like in general, um the major basic generalizations and jokes have been made. I'm just tired of it. <laughs> Oh, uh, do you uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, I am, I, I, I'm like, I think there's a lot of stuff where there is a little bit more nuance now, um, just because we've done all this stuff at the top that's like basic, like my parents mm. made me study hard or whatever, or like they yeah. have trauma from a war. <laughs> I, yeah, don't, sure. I, I don't know yeah, if that's yeah, like yeah. a go-to joke, but like, I, I do think that I only, I would only ask for more specificity just because that's more interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, but. I don't know. I'm curious because, like, I don't know. I don't really feel the same sentiment about like that. Minjin's tweeting about. I don't. Are you seeing a lot of generalizations about Asian parents? Like, I don't feel like I'm seeing that as much anymore. Maybe I'm in my little bubble of like I don't know. only I mean, seeing art that I like, you know. But I I don't know if Minjin is replying to something she saw like a, a stupid, you know, TikTok somewhere or something yeah. like that. Uh, I could see that. I could see it being like you know, there's uh some thing about where i don't know making fun of somebody's like making fun of their you know korean mom or something like that and maybe that's what's triggering this um i i, I sort of agree uh with with you too uh, first of all but the, the, the key word that she uses is stop dunking on moms and dads first of all i will always dunking on people is always good it's always funny <laughs> it, to me you have to right. dunk on people well, you and, layups yeah exactly you don't want anything you want you want to have the uh, just have it to be a really good dunk you know the elbow right. deep right. dunk into the hanging from the rim dunk okay yeah so she doesn't like bad dunks that's the thing dunking is good i think i think dunking is good i think you got to dunk on people and you know it's uh th- there is going to be it's like you said fahim there's gonna it, you have to do it lovingly right yeah. it's got to be it's like it's like a really good roast right a really good roast you're roasting the right, person right. deeply tr- truly but because it's an honor to do that like i'm thinking about you like i don't you know what i'm saying like if, if you don't if you if you didn't if you really didn't like your parents or some of that or you really you know you would just kind of cut them out of your life you know you wouldn't right. want to think about it but it's like because it is uh, uh you're like occupying so many of my neurons I, ha- I, I it's gonna like come out in this way you know right. and i feel it's fun to work through your thing with your parents with like a very specific joke or what have you so it, right. it could be good yeah you just gotta find the right dunks i don't know you know as long as it's a high quality dunk that comes from a place of love <laughs> is the caveat yes. that we've just put in from this conversation yeah <laughs> I, I just feel like people aren't do. dunking in this, you know, like, I feel like the tone of comedy has changed, especially talking mm. about like Asian <clears throat> stuff 
has just become more nuanced in a very quick period of time i feel um yeah interesting that's my take on it or like at least what i'm saying is like it's just becoming more and more um specific and individualized very quickly um and the way we talk about at least our like cultures and things have become more nuanced um in the last like five years so i just see this dunking like overall making fun of all asian parents i just see it less now which i think Mm. makes sense i think we're allowed to be more nuanced now and be individuals because i think when it traditional hollywood the only um outlets there were was like tv and film and the only way to get that kind of platform was to be broad and to do Mm -hmm. these tired jokes that was the only way they would let you do anything right but now because of you know tiktok instagram youtube all that so that coupled with this younger generation like gen z they don't care what you look like if the art's good they fuck with it yeah they don't need you to say my mom is like this or my dad where you had to do that in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s to give you a shot because the higher ups at these places would be like oh no one's going to tune in unless he's talking about his afghan parents or his korean parents so if you're talking about just an american experience while being mm. in a minority shell, they, they're like, no, we'll get that from a white guy. You right. know, yeah, like yeah. you're not yeah, the person yeah. we get for this POV. <laughs> right, right. Whereas it's very inspiring and it's very cool to see people like Rich Brian, just people, mm-hmm. oh, it's totally. good. I don't care what the fuck you look like. Like think about right. Eminem, how good he had to be and what an uphill battle for him to be accepted in the hip hop world. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't a mm-hmm. foregone conclusion, but that was a watchshed moment. But in traditional Hollywood, it was so hard to happen. Right. But yeah. Because of the Internet now, kids just like good shit and they don't care what you look like. Like Lil Nas X, that would be a kiss of death in totally. the 90s. Oh, totally. You couldn't do For that. Sure. No, yeah. so That's I such think a good point. It, it translates to comedians and people like us and the art we do where when people pull us up on TikTok, they're not like, OK, he's got to address why I'm looking at a brown guy. He can't yeah. talk yeah. about his day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, yeah. I feel now anyone anywhere can be flagged for their content. You know? And we all have <laughs> yeah. equal shots. Yeah, of really of equal. Being flagged. <laughs> That's all I wanted. I just wanted the same shot as any other race to be taken down from TikTok. Yeah. yeah that's all we want. A right. level playing field A to level be, playing field. To be shut to, down. To, to violate community right. guidelines. Yeah. That's absolutely. Beautiful. <laughs> um, well, I think that's great. Uh, Minjin, uh, just more, if, I don't think she listens to the show. She has no. more important things to do, but she's great. Yeah. Um, and it'll be I very love interesting. Minjin. I'd love to hear what people have to say. If, uh, if you're, if you're listening and, uh, you know, you, you can watch us on YouTube. So if you're on YouTube, leave us a comment. I love, I love reading the comments. They're, 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 they're always great. Um, and, uh, if you're on, um, uh, Spotify, you can leave, you can leave a, re- a review now, actually. It's kind of crazy. You can leave a review. Uh, and you can uh, subscribe to us and same thing on Apple Podcasts, of course. Um, you know, tell all your friends about the Asian, not Asian podcast. It's good times. Uh, real quick, wanted to say thank you again to Fahim for joining us on the show. Yes, thank um, you. Hey, thank you. This for has been me, truly a pleasure. I'm out. We know a lot of the same people. Um, we've met a lot of the same people before. Uh, where can our fans find you and uh, your work? Uh, I guess, let's see. On Instagram is just my name, Fahim Anwar. And then fahimanwar.com. I'll have some tour dates on there. And um, yeah, I have a podcast, Dance Hour. You 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 told me earlier you checked out one of those. So yeah, yeah let's go fahimanwar.com, I guess. And then the special. I'm really proud of the special. It's so cool you saw Please. it. It's called Hat Trick. I filmed it at the Comedy Store in all three rooms. Tarantino makes a cameo. I mean, very cool. <laughs> you happen to be in the crowd. Um, That's amazing. So yeah, just type in fahimanwar hat trick or just hat trick stand up into YouTube and it'll come up. Yeah, it's uh, truly great. It's a really gr- a great special. I watch it literally all the time. Probably too much. I shouldn't have told you that. Thanks, um, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, the, uh, the Fuse TV thing. Down. I should probably plug that. I think they set this up. You know, I wanted to oh, do the podcast. Right. I wanted to do the pod regardless of the Fuse TV thing. You know, like yes, I yes. think just being Afghan and what you guys do on the podcast. I think it it paints a nuanced picture of the experience we have in America where we could be three dimensional. So I was excited mm-hmm. to do the pod and talk to you guys. Um, but I mean, Fuse did. I think reach Set out. So up. there's that show. Uh, <laughs> we need to talk about America. So that check that show out. It's a super uh, uh, 
Yeah, super super interesting show. It's it's uh it's about it's uh, you know basically uh, uh, first generation, second generation comedians just talking about the crazy shit that's going on in America. And as you can imagine, there's a lot to talk about. So check that yeah. out again. It's dumbfounded uh, is on it. Jesus Trejo is on there. Exactly. Um, some other great comics as well. It's great. Uh, again, it's called uh, "We Need to Talk About America." It's on Fuse. Um, if you are, uh, if you uh, always, you can always check us out. Excuse me. You can always check us out on Instagram at Asian Not Asian Pod, and I'm on there at Nice Pants Bro. And I'm at Jenny Arimoto. Uh, again, please come check out our stand-up show. Uh, that's uh, Hack City. That's um, second Friday every month. If you, if you're ever in town, we love you. Oh, I'd you love to. Man. Yeah, come uh, on. We know you guys are in LA too absolutely yeah. I, yeah I come out a fair amount um, and so uh, I'll let you know and then again if you're in San Francisco I'll be um, uh, at the setup um, June 22nd so come say hi uh, I think that's it Jenny anything else nothing else on my end <laughs> covered all we, the bases <laughs> we covered everything uh, I will be next time um, zooming from Reykjavik where I have taken yeah. over the comedy scene Whoa. so we'll it's gonna take one week, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> one is week your friend of your time. so mad that you're fucking yeah. encroaching on his. Yeah. It's almost like the mob. Like, hey man, you're cutting into my business. Hey yeah. man, the, these 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 pale people are mine. Okay. Yeah. These are mine. Or he's this gonna is move my to, island. He's Get gonna move own. to Greenland. Like he's gonna move he's somewhere gonna move. even more remote, and then Rikovic start a stand-up scene there. Yeah, Rikovic yeah. is so over. <laughs> yeah, God, now I'm moving to. I don't even know. Are there cities there? Okay, That's a anyway, good idea, so, though. Just like move to a remote place and yes. just be the Richard Pryor of this underserved <laughs> yeah. stand up market. Absolutely. They've you're never like heard Superman. You're like comedy Superman. You're Cal L who just landed in Greenland. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. Thank you very much. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.